With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Jumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby. Mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa. Take it easy, Judy. <laughs> The Chumba Life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. In the restaurant of life, we're putting freedom back on the menu. It's the Missouri Liberty Report with John Williams, working with grassroots organizations and legislatures to make Missouri the freest state in the nation. Let freedom ring. All right, folks, we're back with another edition of the uh, Missouri Liberty Report. Um, But, uh, you know... Listen, folks, it's free-for-all Friday. My guests could not make it this week uh, be due to a family emergency. So it's just me, and we're here talking about just whatever we kind of want to. I've got some thoughts that I'd like to get out. Um, but, you know, um, yeah, I, I'm just not having a very good week. I'm, I'm sorry, folks. I'm going to seem out of it. Uh, my, good, my good buddy dog um, got hit by a car last night, and... Did not make it, and I've just had a crap. This last night today has just been total awfulness, and so if I seem out of it, and I'm not my normal uppity chipper self, um, I apologize. But we're gonna roll through it, and um, you know, do all these, uh, do what we have to do to keep discussing these topics. But enough of that. So for those of you who listen via podcast, you watch YouTube or Rumble. Or if you get this on uh, via any podcast app, I greatly appreciate um, all of you for listening and uh, and supporting the show. Um, and I, do, I really do appreciate all of you and uh, what you guys do for me and your continued support. And because I'm so bad at it sometimes... Instead of doing it at the end roll of the show, let's do it at the, at the beginning roll of the show. You know, don't forget to support MOLibertyRadio.us, especially on Sunday nights from 6 to 9 p.m. Central Time. Sam and Trish Britton, Off the Cuff Radio Show. Also, KeyRadio.live or KeyGatheringPlace.com. They also carry the show. Be sure to support them. Also, we have the Missouri Freedom Initiative. You can find them at mofree.org. Sign up for the email list, and then you can watch, and and then you'll get an email telling you about what's going to be on their live streams that start at 7.30, um, normally on Odyssey, but that will be branching out to Rumble, maybe YouTube as well. Uh, So be sure to watch for their, their videos and check out their website. And then also, last but not least, um, the Rogue Politics podcast, Catherine Dreyer and Kirby Lane. Please make sure 
that you also support them. They are on YouTube and, excuse me, a lot of podcasting apps. So make sure that you show them some love and support because they are doing amazing things. A lot, All these folks are really doing amazing things. But, um, so, I guess to start off, yeah, this is Free For All Friday. But I just, because the Israeli-Hamas conflict, I guess you'd call it, has been all over the news. I wanted, because you're either pro-Israel or you're pro-Hamas. This is, this is the same mentality after 9-11. You either supported the war in Iraq and Afghanistan or you supported the terrorists. And we're getting the same stuff here. Now, I guess because we live um, in the world, in the age that we do now, and society is the way it is right now. Um, you know, I have to preface this whole thing with saying this. I don't agree with what Hamas did in Israel. I don't support it. I don't agree with it at all. But let's, if, if for those of you who may not know, if you don't know and you want to hear more, go find Tom Woods' episode uh, with Scott Horton, and it was this week, and go listen to the Scott Horton show, the one with Daryl Cooper on it. Because I was unaware of this, and now I am aware of it. And uh, now, before I go any further, when this happened, I don't fall into the class or the mindset that says, oh, we just have to go to war now because they attacked Israel and that, 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 and then my thinking stops there. That's not how this works out. What people have to come to grips with and come to understand, <clears throat> excuse me, and come to know is that Hamas has been funded by Israel because people like Netanyahu speaking in front of the UN and speaking to media have said things to this effect. They want a destabilized Palestine because that way they can point at them and say, look, we're, there's no reason these people should have their own state. They're acting like animals. So this gives the, this gives the Israelis a perfect reason not to allow a two-state system in that area. So they get to treat all the Palestinians like they're animals, but they funded Hamas knowing Hamas would destabilize the region. Also, okay, well, okay, let, let's just stop there. Because, you know, we talk about a, we talk a lot about what our government does, right? how we have funded Saddam Hussein, Osama bin Laden, and many other of these dictators. And then at some point, even though, even though we, that our government knows that those people don't like us, but because they're an enemy of our enemy, let's, let's give them ammunition, let's give them firearms, let's give them all this military equipment, 
and millions or billions of dollars because right now they're doing our bidding. But at some point, that comes to an end, and then we, we, we get into this swirling mess of chaos, and you know the Warhawks come out, the Neocons come out, beating the war drums. Next thing you know, they're taking our sons and daughters and sending them off some crap hole nation and getting them blown up. And then when they come back, eh, we don't care about you. That's what happens. You know, there's been talk, there's been videos going around, people saying that they, they want to reinstate a draft. And a guy asked me about it work today, what's my opinion? And I said, well, you know, I don't know how good of an idea that is. I don't know how well that will fly because of how polarized this country is right now. How divided our country is. I don't know that it would be a good idea to try to reinstate the draft to send them to Israel or wherever because they just don't have enough soldiers right now. Well, who's to blame for that, right? The government. This this 20 years in Afghanistan the, the all the fighting in Iraq now you know and and countless other crusades that this empire has been on Grant's like <coughs> Blaine Luke tomorrow <coughs> and Wagner yeah and a whole bunch others a whole bunch of others and you know and then you have the Ben Shapiros of the world right who are out there and they're beating the war drum correct and if you dare question Israel, that man gets very angry. Now, Ben Shapiro has done some good stuff, right? He's done some, he's done a, a few things. But when it comes to this, he's just as bad as the people that he loves to badmouth sometimes when it comes to wars or just policies in general, I guess you'd say, right? And... So it turns out it's just another simp for big government. I'm sorry. That's what it is. If you take this and you're just like, we have, you know, we have to support the Israelis. We have to do all these things. And you want to leave out all really important information like, oh, yeah, by the way, Israel funded Hamas to destabilize the region. So they had their reasons for not doing these things. Right. For not allowing Palestine, the Palestinians to have their own state. And you leave that out. You're just as bad as mainstream media or even the Scott Fawns of the world who just leave out really pertinent information and just, ah, it doesn't matter, blow things off. Well, there's numerous examples in, in the media, you know, everywhere, all states, Local jurisdictions, everything you got. You know, there's always bias and, and things built in to most media nowadays. You don't get media, you know, unless you have your uh, ben, the Ben Swans of the world who put out the information and say, here's what we found. What do you think? And that's literally what I love Ben Swan. I love what he did. I haven't kept up with what he's been doing lately, but Ben Swan was a great example of how a journalist should act. And we really, really need more Ben Swans in this world.
that will put out the info. Now, they may they may give their opinion, but they don't tell you that's the way you should feel. Corporate media and even some local media want to tell you how you should think and how you should feel. I wish, you know, I wish George Carlin was radio friendly because that that whole thing that that skit, I think it was probably the last, well, it was the last stand-up before he passed away when he was talking about, you know, America and the big club that we're not in. You know, he said the, it's the same big club they beat you over the head with telling you what to think, what to feel, and what to buy. I wish I could play that clip because it, it, it George Carlin was just one of those guys that was so far ahead of his time. And you know, really just tapped into society and and the people and everything else. I, I just wish he was more radio-friendly. But I would never, if, if Carlin was alive today, I'd never say, hey, Carlin, can you take all the curse words out? Because he was going through it. You know, he was speaking his observations with the language he chose, and I would never tell Carlin to change Anything he he said, um, but yeah, it, it's it's disgusting, and uh, and and it, it's it's the same thing again. People are getting led by the nose into a pile of dung, and the chance for war and the chance of vengeance are sounding loudly again. And vital pieces of information. Sure, there's a few of them talking, talking about you know, again, the uh, Scott Hortons, the uh, Daryl Coopers, uh, Dave Smith. Some of these other more libertarian guys are talking about this, but I've even seen like Austin Peterson. Like I, I thought this guy was more liberal. Even Austin's kind of like, oh, we got You know, he's making it sound like he's perfectly okay with Israel going in there and just. Pound, you know, just basically going to war. And I just, I don't understand that. Every, you know, everybody's entitled to their opinions, but I don't understand why some of these people choose to ignore the evidence. I mean, you know, again, Scott Horton can footnote all these things. The guy's just, as far as anti-war goes and foreign policy goes, it's hard to beat Scott Horton. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day, lo. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. BTW. Void. we prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. And I, 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 when I listened to that show the other day, I was enthralled all the way home. I was wrapped up in it because it was so, it was so much good information, things that I had never heard before. And I was just really happy that I heard it because, again, I was looking at this, at this whole thing with the John Desai, Right. I wasn't taking everything for gospel and just saying, okay, yeah. I there common sense should tell you 
there's more to the story than what you're being told in the media. But a lot of people can't seem to come to grips with that. Now, on the other hand, we have Israel and, you know, uh, one of our big allies who also seems to have a lot of gun control in their country. Right? And if you're thinking about it, realistically, and you're, you know, you're um, really delving deep and you're using common sense and you're using logic that if you are, okay, Israel has, there's a lot of countries that don't like them, okay, for whatever reason. And to sit here and go, yeah, you people can't have guns to defend yourself. And we see the mistake that was made. Now, of course, they went through and, okay, we're going to, we're going to lighten up on the the gun control. We're going to let, uh, you know, people have more access to guns. Of course, it was going to be 24 hours before it went into effect. Like somebody couldn't just stand up in the Israeli government and say, hey, if you can get a hold of a gun for self-defense, please do. And just right now. Why, why do we have to have this period of, well, we have to let it kick in. Uh, kick in what? The government should never be able to say, oh, by the way, you have a natural right to self-defense, but with a 24-hour waiting period. No, it's a natural right for a reason. And it doesn't matter if it's this country or another country. We have the natural right of self-defense. Tom Martz has done such a fantastic job of beating this into my head that now I find myself correcting other people or just when I talk about these things with people at work or whatever, I now say natural rights enumerated in the Constitution, right? That's the way I talk about it now. And so, yes, the Israeli people have the natural right of self-defense. And um, it was stifled by their government. And now they're like, oops, that might have been a mistake. Well, of course it's a mistake. It's always a mistake. There is never a just a, a, a good justification for taking away a person's rights of, of a person's natural rights of self-defense unless you're going to do things to them that makes them want to shoot at you. Right? Look at what look what the Israeli regime did during COVID. A lot of people in this country thought it was fantastic. But look what the Israelis did during COVID to their own people. They really hammered down on the COVID vaccinations, didn't they? And a lot of people in our government thought it was fantastic. They were probably, it was probably their part of my French wet dream that they could have done that here. But you know why they couldn't do that here? Because we're ar- we're an armed population, we have and recognize most of us recognize the natural right of self-defense, which keeps the wannabe tyrants from doing those things that were done in Israel and other countries. But <laughs> you know, 
And somebody brought something up in a podcast I was listening to. Um, yeah, Grant says, I'm not a gun nut, but I am a liberty nut, so that means guns are a part of society. Plus, guns are a tool. Exactly. But somebody may, uh, uh, I think it was Good Morning Liberty. They were talking about this, and it really struck a chord with me because it was so spot on. And this, when I talk, when I, when I make these comments for people who've never listened to this show before or never watched, I, I, I feel, I feel like I'm, I'm going to have to preface what I'm about to say and explain myself before I say what I want to say. And that is, I don't wish an attack on this country, but we look at Israel Right, they are surrounded by a lot of people that don't like them. Where in this country, the people that really don't like us are within the country. They're not outside; they're inside. They're in our very own government. <clears throat> but here's the thing: in this country, we don't have. Excuse me, I gotta get a drink of water here. My throat is drying out really bad for some reason. All right. <clears throat> but in this country, we don't have other countries firing rockets and lobbing them in. We don't have countries lobbing artillery in to us. So I think too many little bleeding hearts and these illogical people or people who don't understand natural rights or whatever. Because that doesn't happen, they think you don't need the type of, you know, the military style assault weapons. Because we're not, for the most part, being attacked physically. And there's a difference there. We're being attacked mentally and monetarily. But for the most part, we are not being attacked physically. And that means, like, we don't have militaries coming in, again, lobbing in, you know, firing rockets in on us, lobbing artillery in dropping bombs, you know, uh, setting off suicide bombs. We don't have that. And too many people are too comfortable and think that government or government arms, such as uh, police departments, are just always around the corner to defend us from the bad guys. It's utterly stupid thinking, but I, you know, that really... struck, like I said, it struck a chord with me. Because they're right. But again, we're not being attacked physically right now. But we are being serially attacked mentally and monetarily. And that can be just as bad, or actually, it's kind of, it, it, well, it is worse than a physical type because most people don't see it until it's too late. And these guys know it, which is why, you know, hence the frog in the, in the pot of water, right? Slowly turn up the heat until it's too late. That's what we have. We have, we're being mentally bombarded with propaganda and these cutesy little sayings 
and these images. Again, if you want more, I can never remember the guy's name. Let me see if I can look it up because I hate all these old man brain farts that I'm having. Uh, but Sigmund Freud's nephew. What? Oh, Edward Bernays. Look, go on YouTube. You can probably still find it. The Century of the Self, where it talks about Sigmund Freud's nephew, Edward Bernays, who figured out you could tie words to an image. Now, this was at the time for advertising. You could tie images to a word, keep repeating that, and people, when they heard the jingle, could think of the product, bam, right away. But that has now expanded. That has now expanded beyond advertising. I mean, I guess if you want to be, you know, honest, intellectually honest, it is we we do get a lot of advertising, political advertisement. They, we call it propaganda, but it is advertising. They want to advertise to you a new war or a new program or a new law or a new system of doing things. And it's, it's an advertisement, but they use key phrases with imagery in the media. And then every time someone says a certain word, you think about the images that you saw on your television screen or on your smartphone. And it engages in too many people, a line of thought that, uh, they just, they follow right along. Again, they're being led by the nose. Straight into a cattle car. Tom, Tom Mart says we need more new laws. I know that Tom, for you, those of you who don't know, Tom is being highly sarcastic right now. Because, again, as I've stated so many times, there are enough federal laws on the books to f- probably fill 10 to 11 uh, sets of Encyclopedia Britannica's. And if laws created this utopia, then we should all be debt-free, owning, you know, and and never having to worry about anything, murder, rape, you know, uh, being mugged or robbed or anything, because we have all these laws that make us a great society, right? Well, we can see again the, the faultiness of that logic. But... And Tom, I'm glad you're in here. I'm glad that you have uh, got me on the straight and narrow as far as natural rights versus constitutional rights. Tom says, we would have a much safer and secure village if we only had more laws. Unfortunately, that is the thinking by so many people. But let's face it. For anything that you could do that would cause harm to another person, those laws are already in the books. Are they not? They're already on the books. Those laws are already on the books. And and we, people, politicians, and people in government have to pretend that those things don't exist. So we must, or we must strengthen those laws. That's because this country, the government... And, the main part, but a lot of other people, normal everyday, you know, everyday citizens, moral compasses are pointing due south. 
and not north. And we have the dregs of society who clearly don't care about what the law says. Gun laws, anything. Oh, yeah, we'll write new gun legislation. Okay. Are the criminals going to, like, oh, they strengthened it. Now they're serious. We should just take our guns that we bought in the black market and pitch them and not commit a crime with them. Right? That's the way we should do this. Oh, they wrote another gun law. Holy crap, they're getting really, really, really serious, guys. We're going to have to start commit- or stop committing crimes. Is that the way a criminal thinks? Of course not. Of course not. But also, we see in this country, okay, so we have a government system. We have lawmakers. We have politicians, we have bureaucracies and bureaucrats who are slowly chewing away at our natural rights on one hand, and on the other hand, a lot of police departments have become militarized, and there are more and more and more SWAT raids going on all the time. I believe it was California several years back was sending in SWAT teams to nail people who were behind on their student loan debt. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. California, the tolerant state. But more and more SWAT raids happening in this country. And all the while, writing more laws to supposedly protect you from harm. Creating this utopian society full of kittens and rainbows and unicorns for all of us to enjoy if they give you permission to enjoy those things. That am I, am I wrong here? Isn't that the way this country is? Is that you're, you can do whatever you want if they give you permission. That should be the new, you know, that should be our new motto. Government. You can do whatever you want as long as we say so. As long as you pay your license fees. As long as you pay your personal property tax. All these other extortion fees. If you do all that, you can do whatever you want. If we say you can. That, my friends, is not a free society at all. You are living under the rule of tyrants who want increased control of your lives, of your money, of your thoughts, of your words. Everything about you they want control of. End of discussion. Education. Education system in this country is 
screwed. And now we have all these school districts are being told, man, you better get your bond. You know, you better get school bonds done while you can get your money. It's happening right here in Owensville, folks. Be ready. April of next year, they're coming for another school bond. Probably the same amount, $15 million. We knocked it down narrowly last this past April. They're going to try again. They're even having a meeting at the school this Saturday at 2 to 3 o'clock. The financial advisor or whatever and the superintendent will be there to talk about this humdinger of a school bond. But what what and what are we what are we concerned about, right? What is our school district concerned about? A performing arts center and upgrades to doors and, and you know some safety stuff and gymnasium floors. And then how are our kids testing? Yeah, not so good. And like reading comprehension, math. Things of that nature. Not testing the best, right? But give us $15 million so we have a performing arts center and somehow magically we're going to, you know, just... (laughs) We're going to... We're going to... Your kids are going to get way better at math and science and reading and all these things. We just need a performing arts center or we need to upgrade our sports facilities or whatever. Right? Missouri Freedom Initiative says propaganda is legal now in the United States. It's completely legal for the government and the media to lie to the people. Okay. So going back to the original subject that started this show, the Israeli-Hamas conflict. Propaganda is legal in this country. So if you uh if you look at that statement everything that you're being told should be questioned. If you're not one of those people, then you should be questioning it. You should be questioning what you're being told. Uh, oh, let's see. Tom Mars says, I have come up with a Mike Moon endorsement plan. You can give a crescent moon, a half moon, a three-quarter moon, and a full moon endorsement. Uh. Oh, man. But we we have to be very, very careful on believing what you're being told. And, and folks... That just doesn't go for uh, mainstream media or your, you know, your metropolitan area newspapers. That includes me. You don't have to believe me. You can go out. I would rather <clears throat> you go out and look this up yourselves. Do your dil- due diligence. Don't take my word for it. That's not why I'm here. I'm not here to brainwash. I'm not here to lie to you and and make you go along with everything I believe. That is not my intent. My I have a voice and I'm choosing to use it. And that's it. 
That is my reason for getting behind this microphone, is to simply speak what I believe to be the truth without, um, without, well, without saying you have to believe this or else. You should have to do live your life the way I see it or you're wrong. Because that would make me like the rest of them. I, would, I could go out and call you a fascist or a racist or a homophobe or a transphobe or anything. And I, I choose not to do that. Even though I do believe the most racist people around are in government by their own actions. But hey, what do I know, right? I'm just some smuck behind a microphone talking about topics. But hey, you know, what the heck do I know? I just, so much of this stuff eats at you after a while. You know, you, you really sit and think about it. And you hear these things, you see these things. Again, our SEPA is now dead until it hits, I guess, a Supreme Court hearing because a judge says, oh, well, it had faulty ideology behind SEPA. And then the Supreme Court did not put the stay back in place. So SEPA is dead right now, just the way the feds want it. Now we're going to have to wait on a Supreme Court case to try and rectify the situation. Who knows how that's going to turn out? We have to hope for the best. We have to continue fighting. Yes, each and every one of us, we are out talking to other people. Because I'm sure a lot of us, if you're listening to this, ten, you know, nine, nine times out of ten, you're a libertarian or a, a, a true conservative, right? And as a conservative or a libertarian, you must stop using the phrase uh, constitutional rights. We have to start using the phrase natural rights. And you can even add enumerated in the Constitution so that government knew what natural rights they were supposed to protect you or protect for you, right? That's the way it's set up. These natural rights are enumerated in the Constitution, giving the government, supposedly giving the government a guide into what they are to protect for you. Not that they've handed these things down to you. Yeah, or as uh, Warrior Class 3 says, how about God-given rights? You can word it either way. Some people want to use God-given rights. Some people want to use natural rights. Um, and I kind of use natural rights, so if I'm talking to someone who's maybe agnostic or atheist and or someone who's a Christian, we all can... Everything's... You know, everybody understands where I'm coming from. So I go with natural rights. But there's nothing wrong with saying God-given rights either. But either way you want to look at it, we have to get people to understand, as Tom so eloquently hammers on all the time, that they are natural rights 
enumerated in the Constitution, these rights do not come from a government body. And what do most people that go to school think nowadays? That government granted you these rights. Because if you get people to believe that, of course, what's the next step? The next step is the government that gave you those rights can also take them away from you because we're having some issues with gun violence or whatever, right? Or people are saying things they shouldn't be saying. Or people are, are you know, gathering in places where they shouldn't be gathering. You know, like the whole COVID debacle. So when you institute this curriculum to get the kids that spend, you know, 12 years of their life in school from kindergarten to 12th grade, and you constantly hammer the propaganda to make it sound like the government granted you these rights, what do we expect them to believe when they come out of school? Because the parents have the kids believing and the ki- and the schools have the kids believing that what your teacher tells you is correct. There are too many parents that don't sit their kids down and go, listen, you're going to hear some stuff in school that isn't factual. It's not factual. So what you can do is you can know the truth, right? But you just, uh, you just fill out the test the way they tell it to you. And that's, this is what I told my kids. You're going to know the truth. You go to school. You just fill out their stupid little tests. You write down the answer that you were taught, but in your head, you know the truth. In your head, you know what is right and what is wrong. And that's what parents have to do. Stop depending on your school district to tell your kids the truth. Because, again, unless you're asleep behind the wheel, you have to know that the curriculum is corrupted to its very core. And that these people have no vested interest in telling your kids the truth or teaching them about their the the facts about natural or God-given rights. That 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 doesn't interest them. It goes against their very foundation, the foundation built on corruption, power, and greed. So why would these people who hold these bureaucratic positions want your kids to understand that in essence, in, in reality, those people in those positions are not needed. They are not necessary. They are a drain on the coffers of society. And those coffers have to be filled by someone. And that's you and I, we get to fill those coffers. We get to supply them with their endless money because what does government do when it starts running low on funds? They're going to take more. Listen, folks, I don't know if you know this or not. I don't think I've told anybody this. But in this state alone, it's leadership. What what they like to call themselves as leaders, I would say they're wannabe tyrants or little dictators or whatever. But I had a friend of mine, right? And he's got one of those food savers, you know, like the vacuum sealer things. And he called me up. He's like, hey, man, you know, do you have one of these? I said, no, I don't have a, I don't have a food saver or a vacuum sealer for food. 
He's like, my man, this it's just not drawing much air out of it anymore. It's not like wanting to seal the bag. And he's like, maybe I need to go get another one. And I was like, oh, don't do that. I don't do that. I said, go to the Missouri House or Senate site. You know, get the Senate pro tem, Speaker of the House, Majority Floor Leader. Get one of their pictures and put it on your food saver, right? Just put it on there. And I said, guarantee you're going to see a difference, right? So we hung up. Like a couple hours later, he calls me up. He's he's kind of different, or he's kind of disappointed. And he's a little irritated with me. He's like, dude, what the, what the hell, man? And I said, what? what? What's the problem? He goes, well, I did what you told me to do. I put the, I put their... I put their picture up on the food saver thing. And I was like, yeah. And he goes, well, it started sucking again, but then it took 25% of my food. I was like, oh yeah, I forgot. I forgot that part. It sucks again, but it took 25% of your food. I apologize, dude. I, I, I forgot to add that in. You're going to have to add 25% more food for what they're going to take from you. And I know what you, I know you're picking up what I'm putting down. I know you're smelling what I'm barbecuing here, right? These people steal. They act as thieves. When they have a surplus of, you know, they have a surplus of a few billion dollars and they don't return it to the taxpayers, but instead trip all over themselves to spend it, you are being represented by a, a thieves guild. And these people will protect themselves to the end. No matter if the FBI is, you know, um, Watch them or not. What? What? Plocker's chief of staff gets fired. Gets, you know, he's like, oh, I got to let you go. And where does he go? Right to work for Rowden. I wonder why he's not working for Plocker anymore. That's, this is going to be a real interesting thing going on here between Plocker, his chief of staff is now gone. Now he's working for Rowden. So he wasn't out of a job very long. He just went from one rhino to another rhino. And, uh, you know, sometimes I get on Twitter and I'll put something on about rhinos or Republicans and how, you know, we can do better than that, blah, blah, blah. And they're like, oh, well, we got, we've had a majority. It's like, yeah, of rhinos. We have a majority of rhinos. We don't have a majority of um, we don't have a majority of true conservatives who take their guidance on how they should represent from the guidebook called the Constitution. They don't do that. They're guided by lobbyists. They're guided by special interests. They're guided by their own self-preservation, their own lust for political power, and climbing a political ladder and at your expense, they will trample all over you. And the only time they're going to talk otherwise is when they want you to vote them in again. People must stop voting based on emotion and start basing their votes on intelligence. You know, intelligence, research, 
and logic and like, oh, I recognize this name. I'm going to vote for this person. And how do you think we got here in the first place, people? You know, to those people, how do you think we got here in the first place? When you base your vote on emotion or whatever makes you comfortable, and I'm not talking about comfortable as far as like how much freedom you can get, how much comfort you can get from freedom. I'm talking about the the dumb comfort, okay? Well, this guy just doesn't make, this guy is taught, you know, he's, he's too free. He's talked about freedom too much. It makes me uncomfortable. Well, why do you have to be comfortable all the time? You stupid little school, school girl. Put on your big boy or your big girl panties or pants or underwear or whatever you want to call them. Suck it up, buttercup. And start understanding what the founders envisioned for this country and what the way you're supposed to behave and the way your politicians, your representatives, your senators are supposed to behave and treat the alphabet agencies as unconstitutional. Treat them as such because these agencies are not laid out in the constitution. The FBI, the CIA, the BATFE, the FAA, the FCC, all appointed, no oversight from the citizens, from the taxpayers. Again, as George Carlin put it, it's a big club, and you ain't in it. You and I are not in the big club. Yeah, Grant says the ATF would be a great business model, private business. Heck yeah. You know, come on down to John's ATF. We got alcohol, tobacco, and firearms. Yeah, I'd I'd love to run a store like that. That would be that would be outstanding. Are you kidding me right now? I mean, now listen. I guess I should explain this too. I don't know why I have to, but I guess I should explain this too. You know, don't go getting drunkenly, you know, stupid and drunk, and then go shoot off firearms because that's you know, practice gun safety. But, again, you know, I don't understand why people are, (laughs) I don't understand why we can't, well, I, I do, okay, never mind. I understand why we can't get people to see these things, you know, the public fool system, as my friend Sam's calls it, the public fool system is, uh, one of I you know anymore I would say out of all government agencies I would say the Department of Education is one of our biggest enemies because how are you going to get people as a whole to recognize that they have natural or god-given rights not granted by the government that as long as they're not harming anyone else they should be free to do as they please as long as they cause no harm to anybody else, right? You know, again, it is such a simple solution. But seem to seem to be it seems to be complicated. It's made to look complicated 
by the feds. And that's just all there is to it. It's made to look complicated by the feds, by the schools, by the universities, by these bureaucrats, by these politicians. And I think the Department of Education is one of the most detrimental bureaucracies ever instated into society, ever brought into being. Because, I don't know, let's say 75% of people send their kids to public schools. It's probably higher than that. I get it. Let's say 75, 80% of people send their kids to public school. And a great majority of those aren't paying attention to what's being taught at the public schools. What greater weapon for government can you have than the Department of Education <coughs> Excuse me, and the public schools? There's not much better weapon that the government can wield against its own people. You know, again, in that movie, America, Freedom to Fascism, from Aaron Russo, where he talks about having a conversation with one of the Rockefellers. And it was like, oh, yeah, the whole women's lib movement, we were behind that. They wanted the women to get out in the workforce to earn a paycheck so they could take federal income tax from them. And then they get the kids all day in the schools so they can teach them a twisted narrative and the parents are too busy working, both of them working to understand and to know what the school is doing. So it's a win-win on either side. They got both parents out of the house. The school is taking care of your kids. They're in, they, they've been put in charge of indoctrinating or as they like to call it, educating your kids, propagandizing your children. So, I'd say they're probably, right now as it looks, they're probably our biggest enemy. If, if you had to pick, and this is my opinion now, of course, if you had to pick a agency of some kind, bureaucracy, that had the, the most, the, the widest reach, I believe education is that. Besides the IRS, you know, the Department of Education is truly one of the most dangerous weapons ever wielded by federal, state, and local governments. But most of this hor this most of this horrific you know stuff comes from down from the federal level. Because what do they do? They give the states federal money and then there's strings attached, right? So that's what makes it so dangerous. Oh, you want money? Well, that's okay. You have to do these three million things before you can even think about teaching a kid. Check all these boxes first. Remember the president of the school board that I had on a while back, right? To talk about. So why you have to have such an administrative state at the school so you make sure you're checking all the boxes before you get before they can even start <clears throat> educating the kids. So, yeah, it's, um, uh, yeah, I'd say definitely if we have one big enemy tied to government, it is definitely 
the Department of Education. How do we get people to, you know, I don't know how many more examples we can give to people before they decide that public schools are not the way to go and by God we'll figure something out, but our kid is not going to school at whatever place anymore. But, you know, I don't know, folks. I guess it's a good thing I came on here. I get to vent my spleen a little bit about some of these things. But, you know, as as backwards as society is, it's hard to put much faith in, in bureaucracies or departments no matter what government agency it is, it's hard to put your trust and faith in them anymore when it seems they're all being weaponized against us. And everything is being turned on the people, the law-abiding people, for that matter. So, you know, that's just my, that's just my two cents on these things. Oh, it says, uh, Grant says there is a mysterious ethic committee meeting next week in the Missouri legislature. Huh. I wonder if that's, I wonder if that's plocker based business there too. All right, folks, for those of you in the KEYK audience, thanks so much for joining me this week. Next week, I don't have a guest lined up quite yet. Uh, I'm going to be looking at getting in a, uh, getting on a candidate who is running for Lieutenant governor. So I'm hoping, um, I'm hoping to get him on rather soon. But the first week of November, Sam and Trish will be on with me from MOLibertyRadio.us to talk about smart meters. So that'll be the first Friday of November. Hope you're around to check that one out. Have a great week.